Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise, they shall understand. Daniel chapter 12 Verse 10. The Lord gave Daniel some of the clearest insights into what will come in the last days. The operations of the Antichrist, the abominations set up before the nations of the world, the persecutions that would come against God's faithful remnant. And in the midst of it, he gives us this our opening passage the reason for it all. God is very clear on this, stating many times in Scripture that He is coming back for a pure and spotless bride, one totally committed to Him and submitted to His teachings. Therefore, does James warn us to keep ourselves unspotted by the world? 2 Peter chapter 2 describes the spots very plainly, that had gotten into the church, that these tribulations come to remove. So great is God's mercy that he is unwilling to come while the bride is still spotted and not prepared to receive him. So does he tarry while he sends the Holy Spirit to convict the world of sin, pride, rebellion, disobedience, and unrighteousness. God's first work is always to warn and to give space for us to simply trust his words. But if we cling to the chaff in our lives, will he then move to tribulation which basically comes down to him removing his protection and let us get a taste of the cruel master we have been serving. This is what Paul meant when he said that sometimes you have to turn someone over to Satan for a season for the purpose of humbling them that their soul might be saved from eternal damnation. Because to keep babying someone unconditionally and saving their flesh is only enabling them to continue in their sinfulness. This is true of the church also. To keep blessing an adulterous, selfish, prideful bride is to enable her to march happily to hell as she destroys her own purpose and life while influencing others to do the same by her rebellious decadence in doing it. No, God loves us too much to do that. He is willing to walk away for a season that we might see what we are really doing to ourselves and to allow the false who are deceiving the weak to be weeded out. When there is no money, materialism, or decadence in the church, when it is humble like Jesus, those who were in it for the money and for what they could get from it will leave. When the church is despised and rejected by the masses, hated and persecuted like Jesus, then those who were in it for the attention 
the vainglory and the accolades of men will walk away from it. This is the purpose of tribulation. Just as Daniel said, it is to purify the bride, to remove the spots from it. For the individual, Jesus tells us that the spots are sins, pride, selfish, rebellion, and disobedience. But for the church as a whole, both Peter and Jude tell us that the spots are those among it that pollute it, so that God cannot join with it to use it for his purposes. Those who feast among us, but do not reflect the good fruits of the Spirit and character of Jesus. They are selfish rather than selfless. They speak against dignities with no fear or conviction. They try to lead others when they themselves know nothing and only succeed in leading them into damnation. They want attention. They want followers. They are presumptuous. They don't take the time to humble themselves and seek the Lord for what he says is right before they do or cause others to do. They are self-willed. They do what they want to do, what seems right to them for the moment. They lack a fear of God in the things that they say and do against others, especially those over them, because that they don't like to submit or to be ruled by men or by God, either directly or through the men of his choosing. They show the character of the rebellious fallen angels who rule them, though they may pretend to come as angels of light and as preachers of righteousness, the true fruit will manifest at some point. They speak against things they do not understand. They break people's faith in that which surpasses them, that they may maintain control over them through fear and confusion and manipulation. However, this always eventually backfires on them in the end when men finally seize through their lies and compromise, which serves to break their faith in them instead. They have an adulterous heart, wanting attention from everyone, especially those they were never meant to get it from. They steal people from their rightful position and souls from God's kingdom in order to get them to follow, put their faith in, and worship them, causing contention and division among the brethren with no conviction or fear of God for it. They are covetous, envious, selfish, deceptive, cunning, subtle serpents that twist the truth and feed you lies to ensnare you and spread their spots of guiltiness to you. They desire physical gain, and they are willing to lead men astray and sacrifice them to Satan to get what they want in the short term. They are anti-Christ, meaning that they are the opposite of Christ who sacrificed his own life to retrieve men from the bondage of Satan. Therefore, in the end, there will come a dividing between those who bear the fruits of God's Spirit, which is the character of Jesus, and the fruits of the flesh, 
but draw the character of the Antichrist spirit. And which side you stand on in this fight will determine where you end up for eternity. Goats and sheep, wheat and tares, the Levites that took God's side and stood with Moses, or the adulterous idol worshippers that stood with Janus and Jambers in the wilderness. It's all about separating the real from the false, the humble from the prideful, the selfless from the selfish, the gatherers from the scatterers, the givers from the takers, the believers from the doubters, the faithful from the wanderers, the followers of Jesus from those who follow their own feelings and leadings and the influences of the Antichrist spirit. This final divide will end at the battle of Armageddon. Yet does God in his great mercy and compassion give one last push and chance for repentance and alignment with his words and teachings. This last mercy is the time of tribulation when the divide will become more and more evident and characteristics on each side become more obvious. This is where the church is purified and the fence walkers are forced to choose a side. This is where spotted bride becomes two, one dressed in black and one dressed in white, one trusting in the Antichrist who will not cover them in the end and one trusting in Jesus who paid the price of their redemption. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 27 we read this that he might present to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. And then in the end in the book of Revelations in chapter 19 verse 7 we read let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed with fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. O oh Lord, help us to lay down today everything that we think is right, every selfish ambition and pride, every Alignment with the wrong spirit, with that which is opposite of the humility, selflessness, and sacrifice of Christ. Lord, you paid a very high price to demonstrate and release these truths to us, to show us the fullness of what walking in God's word and love looks like. Oh Lord, help us to reflect it to those who don't believe it because that they have not yet seen it. Oh Lord, teach us to be like Jesus, to bear his fruit, to follow the leading of his spirit, to be a light in the darkness, and to keep shining even when the darkness doesn't comprehend it. Father, we repent today of complacence, of thinking that it's okay to compromise with a little unrighteousness. When your word clearly says that it is because these things that the wrath of God comes upon the children 
of disobedience. Lord, let us not be guilty of spiritual adultery by listening, submitting to, and following the leading of another spirit that leads us away from obedience to you. Lord, let us walk in humility and in love and in trust to our spiritual husband, Jesus, who longs to retrieve his bride. You went to prepare a place for us and you are coming back again in New Jerusalem, but only the righteous get in. You tell us so clearly in scripture that the wedding garment, that white robe is the righteousness of the saints. We don't have it in and of ourselves, but you have made it available to us. You have given us the way of escape. You have given us your grace to empower us to walk away from the temptations and the lust of that enemy, that other lover. There is no excuse for us. You gave us of your very spirit. You paid a price to redeem us, to cleanse us with your blood and to give us access to come boldly to the throne of grace to ask you for strength and help in times of trouble. You are a good husband. You will give us what we need. You will defend us. You will be our strength when we are weak. But you won't force it on us. We have to ask you for it. This is why Jesus constantly said that if we ask, we shall receive. If we ask to drink, then he'll give us the waters freely. If we ask, if we ask, if we ask, we've got to ask him for it. So today, Lord, we ask that you forgive us, that you cleanse us, that you fill us with your spirit, that you convict us of sin, that you equip us to walk in righteousness, that you stir up the faith and the gifts that are within us, that you empower us to do the work of your kingdom, that we remember that we are not alone in this field. We don't have to figure it out or try to use what we have, but the king is in the field with us. We have a Boaz. There's provision, there's blessing, there's protection. There's an inheritance for us because of the selflessness and kindness and sacrifice and righteousness of Jesus. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.